episode of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco, and thanks again for being a part of this journey. I have a big milestone today on that journey, and that's episode 300. And I'm almost at five years. I'm a couple weeks away from the five-year anniversary as well, so kind of can loop them all together if I wanted. But, you know, 300 episodes, gosh, that's a lot compared to five years ago when episode one was just getting about uh, ready to launch. And I think about where life has gone for me over the last five years. And I'm curious if you all ponder that as well. You know, how often you sit back and think about the last period of time, whether it's six months or a year or five years, whatever it is. And I often reflect back and preparing for this episode, it made me reflect back a lot more just on 2017, the fall of 2017, where I was in my life, what I was doing, what I thought about back then what I hadn't even uncovered. And it's just amazing the amount of opportunities that have opened up for me, not just because of the podcast, but the podcast was a big catalyst to my whole Just Get Started mission. And because of the podcast, it allowed me to expand my horizons. It allowed me to um, open my thinking, you know, ways that I had never um, thought about before. And never thought about the world in that way before. But the podcast really opened me up to that. And, you know, for this episode, maybe just, you know, piggybacking off the five-year anniversary, I put down five key points that I've learned over the last five years. Some of this will be related to podcasting, but I think you can apply all of these lessons to your life and your getting started journey as well. So let me hit a couple of these points. And I'll try not to dance around them too much, and uh, and I'll get to the point here. But the first one, and, and by the way, these are in no particular order because I think they're all important. But the first one I wrote down is consistency wins. And I think about consistency a lot because we could do things. We could do a lot of great things. But nothing really happens until we have repetitive motion. And when I say repetitive, it doesn't have to be the same motion, but a repeatable motion. So whether that's doing something daily or weekly or, or consistently, whatever that you know time horizon ends up being for the activity. But if we want to be great at anything, we really have to put the time and energy into it. And we have to be willing, basically willing to understand that it's going to take way more time than we probably think. And we might not know how long certain things take to develop. And we have to be okay with that. So consistency is one of those things that has to be in any journey. Because if if I did five episodes or 10 episodes and stopped, I mean, by the way, that's fine if I wanted to do that. But I can't go back and say, oh, what if or anything like that. I chose to stop after that many if that was the decision. So that's how we have to look at consistency is we have the choice to show up each and every day. It's are we willing to show up each and every day? Are we willing to give ourselves that opportunity to see how far we can really go? How far can we push ourselves outside our comfort zone? And there, listen, there's times where things have to be stopped and we want to start a new adventure, and that's fine. For me, the podcast, the reason it's still going is I just love doing it. And that's something that's really helped me shape how I make decisions throughout the rest of my life. 
making decisions of things that lead me toward, you know, happier moments and better relationships and the things that I really want to do. And podcasting is one of them. And, and that's why I keep doing it. So being consistent with it helps me build that, you know, repeatable process and helps me churn some of the things out when I don't always feel like it. Because there's been times where I've thought about stopping the podcast in past years. But my mission has kind of pushed me forward. Some of the things that I really enjoy with the podcast have pushed me forward. But being consistent with it, you know, batch recording episodes, stuff like that, that allow me to, you know, get ahead and build some momentum. And I'll share some of that thought in, in some of these other points. But that's one of the big things. So underscore consistency, it has to be in the recipe for all successes, whatever that success means to you. And we have to be willing to show up for ourselves, whether it's every day or at least, you know, in a quote unquote consistent period of time, uh, whatever that ends up being. You know, point number two, if I can read my handwriting here in my notes, um, I, I've made the point to come to every conversation with a curious mind. It's something I didn't always do when I was younger. But with the podcast, I have so many different people, so many interesting people. And a lot of them, actually almost all of them, I've never heard of before, before either they reached out or I reached out to them or whatever. Um, it might have been just around that time. Maybe they were someone that I found online. I was like, oh, this will be an interesting person. Or they reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we'd love to be on the podcast. A lot of the people I've had on the podcast, I may not have known, you know, only just a couple months or even less before recording. So come into the conversation with a curious mind because I didn't know much about them. Although I do some research prior to the episode, um, it gives me an opportunity to walk into each conversation just being a beginner learner again. What can I learn from this individual? What can they help me understand? What can they expose me to that I never thought of before? And having that curious mind has been one of the biggest catalysts uh, for great conversations. So that would be my second point to make here is as you go into conversations, whether that's in dating or maybe it's with a spouse or with a coworker, it doesn't really matter. Are you going into the conversation with a curious mind? Are you willing to ask questions? Are you willing to expose yourself maybe of not knowing something? Or are you going to go with a wall up and you know think you know it all? Because that's how I used to be. And I didn't know Jack. You know, I didn't know anything, but I thought I did because there was a wall up and I thought that I had to act or posture like I knew things, but that's what, that's not the case as I know it now. So show up to each conversation with a curious mind. And I think that's going to help broaden your horizon and make your relationship better with that person on the other side of it. Point number three, ask often and expect a no even more. So one of the things that is really important for us to do is to ask. And maybe I'd learned this in my sales career, but we have to ask. We have to ask for the business. We have to ask the girl out. We have to ask for someone's time. We have to ask for things. That's the only way we're going to get things that we want. We can certainly go after them ourselves, 
But most of the time, it's not in a vacuum. Most of the time, other people have to be a part of that process. So we're going to have to ask. We're going to have to reach out. And we have to be open to the fact that many people are going to say no or they're not going to get back to you at all. And that's okay. That's one of the biggest things that I had to learn in this process. I've reached out to, gosh, who knows over the last five years how many dozens and dozens of different people, maybe it's hundreds now, that I've reached out to to ask to be on the podcast. And some got back to me and said, you know, thanks but no thanks. Others said, hey, reach out down the road. Others said nothing because they never responded. But we have to ask because by asking, I've been also able to get some really cool guests that I've wanted on, like Seth Godin or Guy Kawasaki. You know, there's been people on the podcast that I've really enjoyed following online, and they've turned into guests on the Just Get Started podcast, which is kind of cool to say. But it's because I wasn't afraid to ask, but even more, I wasn't afraid to get a no. And again, Fortunately, I've learned that through my sales career. There's a lot of rejection in sales. So that's helped me. But I would certainly encourage anyone out there, you know, whether you're doing podcasting or, or anything else, really, don't be afraid to ask. Be professional. Be cordial. Be polite. But ask. Just know that most people are going to, you know, block their time or be, you know, maybe they're going to... Um, They're going to corner their time and not want to give it away. And that's okay because you do the same thing. But it's okay to ask because you never know when you're going to get a yes. So it's important to always uh, reach out and try. Point number four has been really helpful in terms of efficiency. And that's to build systems to help as well as tools to simplify. So what do I mean by that? You know, some of the systems I've built, I, I remember when I first started the podcast, probably the first year or two, I would be reaching out to guests and I would be, you know, like, hey, what time do you have available? You know, here's four times that I have available. Do these work for you? And and then I'd go like on different days and I'd just be, whenever I can fit it in, I would, uh, I would you know, spend time. So I, I might have like a podcast on a Monday at lunch and then a Wednesday evening and then, you know, who knows? It was all over the place. And then I'd also have to find information. So, you know, on my website, I put every podcast interview that everyone has their own page. So that's a profile picture and that's a, uh, you know, links to their website and social channels and all this stuff, biography. Well, in the early days, like I'd ask for some of that, but it'd be kind of just offhanded asks like, hey, do you have someone's bio or, oh, can you send a picture? And it'd be a lot of back and forth. So what I've started to do to improve those uh, processes is I've built some systems. So I have a guest form now that I send that is filled out. And I can pretty much copy and paste a lot of that stuff. I have a Calendly link that I use that, you know, here are the times available. And then when that gets scheduled, it sends an automated email with all the details of the podcast. Has the Zoom link in there and those type of things. I've even built, uh, you know, like WordPress templates to be able to every time when I'm like posting a new podcast episode, and I do this with my blog and other things as well, it's already built out. So I'm pretty much just filling in some of the blanks so I could easily grab that builder um, in my WordPress site and put that in. 
And that even goes as far as Photoshop. You know, I do all the graphics myself. Now, I'm not a, a designer. I've had help. My best friend, Ryan McGuire, I have my brother, Nick. You know, I've had some help with folks that have built these templates for me. And then I go into Photoshop. I know enough to be dangerous in there. And I go ahead and change out the picture, the title, those type of things. But I have a template that I'm working off of to make it a lot easier. So I don't have to have someone else do that work. And I could get it done in a very uh, quick amount of time. Also, like editing in GarageBand. So I use GarageBand on my Mac to edit the podcast. But it's really simple because I already set up the GarageBand file. I already have the intro and outro and those type of things already set. So for instance, I'm recording right now through GarageBand for this episode. And I'll have the intro already in there. I'll grab the outro and pull it into the position and I'm done. Minimal editing altogether. Now, I used to edit the interviews in the past, but I bought a product uh, by Rode called a Rodecaster, R-O-D-E-C-A-S-T-E-R. A Rodecaster 2, actually, um, is, is their new product out this summer. Anyways, I'd encourage anyone that is heavily podcasting or uh, doing anything, probably audio-wise, uh, to look at the Rodecaster 2. It's an incredible uh, piece of technology. So I actually use that now for all my interviews to be able to uh, go start to finish. So I actually have no editing with my uh, long-form interviews um, as it stands now. So those are just a couple things where I think about like systems and tools. They're really useful to think about our processes and where can we be you know, somewhat efficient. Now, there's certainly things where you have to create the content or you have to you know, think about different things, but it's important that we really focus on you know, where we're at and, you know, what, where our time can be pulled. And sometimes we have to build systems in place to eliminate a lot of the wasted time because I had so much wasted time up front and I still have some, you know, pockets of wasted time that I'm figuring out how do I even smooth it out even further. So again, look at your systems you can build, look at tools that are available that are fairly inexpensive. I mean, Calendly is a free tool. Zoom's a free tool. Why actually pay for Zoom? just because of they've changed some of their things. Um, I'll probably pay for Calendly, but again, it's minimal. I use MailChimp for my emails, uh, for my newsletter and and blogs to send out. Again, I'm on the free account. You could upgrade that very easily um, if needed. Minimal cost, though, to that stuff. And point number five, as I thought back of, you know, where are five lessons, five insights that I've gained over five years and 300 episodes. And this might be, if I was ranking these, this might be number one, I guess. It's to make it your own, whatever you're doing. That man, it's a podcast, you're writing a book, you're building something, make it your own. You certainly can grab inspiration. You can certainly look at what other folks have done and have it as somewhat of a guidepost, but it's really valuable to do it your own way. You don't want to plagiarize. You don't want to copy. You don't want to water down a version that's already out there. You want to create your own version. You want to create something that is special to you. And everyone's not going to like it. But that's not the, that's not the point. It's are you happy with it? Are you able to you know, make the creation how you want it? 
you know, I decide to make it a long form interview. I also do these solo episodes. I choose the guests that I want. I'm not bound by any contracts or anything of that nature. I get to do what I want to do and I get to make it my own. I get to ask the questions I want and have the conversations that I want. And that's important to me. And I think it should be important for any creator, doesn't matter what you're creating, that you make it your own. Because then you could be proud of whatever you put out. And you can also, you know, criticize and scrutinize yourself and you can tweak it and you can change it. I mean, my episodes have changed over the years. My questions, my, the way I um, approach conversations, it's changed over the years. But it's because I'm not bound by any, you know, guidepost that I have to follow. I'm able to make it my own and do what I want to do. And I think that might be the most important of the five. Because anything we do in life, we have to own it. We have to stick our neck out for it. We got to say this is ours and we got to be proud of it. And we can't let anyone, you know, take it away from us um, or, or try to change it or adapt it because then it starts getting, it's not authentic anymore. It's not authentic. You see a lot of these shows that they get big sponsors and all of a sudden they start changing and, you know, they can't be the way they used to be. And unfortunately, the quality goes down or the emotion goes down. And I'd encourage everyone to not go that path if you can. So make it your own and, and enjoy every minute of it. So those are five lessons I've learned. I probably can sit here for hours longer and come up with five or 10 or 20 more. But you know, five sounds like a really good number to, to uh, nestle on um, here after five years and 300 episodes. Um, and you know, one of the last things I'll say, if you're, if you're listening on this, is that I'm grateful for you. You know, I started this when you know, I had a lot going on in my life, some really good, some really bad. And it means a lot to have people reach out and say good things about the podcast. Also give me feedback as well, because that's helpful. But I'm just grateful that, you know, people have gotten something out of it because that was the reason I started. I started because I knew there were a lot of people just like me that were complacent, that were fearful, that were scared to take a chance on themselves and do the things that they wanted to do. And I'm proud of myself for staying consistent all these years and doing the episodes. And what makes it, I guess, easier to show up and do these is that I know it's making an impact. It's not hundreds of thousands of people. Who knows if it's thousands? I don't know. But I know there's several out there over the years that have reached out. Um, and that means the world to me. And I think it just proves that we all can make a difference in the world in our small way if we're living our mission, if we're being kind, polite, empathetic, honest, simple morals, simple virtues that we all should live by. If you're putting stuff out there and you're doing it in that light, you know, there's nothing you can blame yourself about. So it's been a, it's been a wild journey uh, for five years. Um, it's crazy to get you know three hundred episodes and excited to get the four hundred and five hundred and 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 more. And uh, I certainly appreciate you being along for the ride and 
anything I could do to assist on this end, I'd be happy to do it. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. My website, brianondraco.com, contact form in the bottom left corner. On all the socials, at Brian Andreco. Uh, you can find me there and uh, send me a note. So again, thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to having you on the next one. Have a great day. Hey, everyone, and just one more quick thing before you head off on your day. If you're enjoying this podcast and are looking for other resources and tools to help you get started and move forward toward a happier and more fulfilling life, then I'd encourage you to head over to my website, brianondraco.com, and hit the subscribe button in the upper right corner. There you can find my newsletter and blog subscriptions, where I share insights and information around getting unstuck, perspective, mindset, relationships, habits, and much more. If you get a chance to sign up, I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for listening in and have a phenomenal day.